I want to show you just an interesting tosos on yesterday's uh, subject. Today is 52, Nun Beis Amid Aleph. But on yesterday's staff, on Nun Aleph Amid Beis, 51b, we mentioned that uh, in those days at least, a person would not have had the chutzpah to uh, lie to the face of the person that loaned him money. In other words, somebody, a uh, person needed money, and this person uh, did him a favor and loaned him money. And then when it comes time for payback, uh, the person would not be able to uh, fully, you know, lo- you know, swear in front of him that I don't owe you the money. Nobody would have the chutzpah to do that. Now, why wouldn't somebody have the chutzpah? Now, you know, it's not like people don't have chutzpah. So, Tosus uh, first quotes Rashi uh, that it's because he did you a favor. How, how do you have the chutzpah that somebody that did you the favor to look him in the eye and say, you know, this guy gave his own money to you, and pulled it out of his pocket and handed it to you, and now you're, you're, and you're not even you're trying to say that he never did that? How, nobody would do that. Ain't the farsh. Tosus doesn't like that explanation. But uh, Rashi brings that, Lefish Tova, because he did you a favor. And that's why people don't have the chutzpah to deny someone that did them a favor. So I'll just tell you, there's a, uh, a famous example. Sam Sofer was a, 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 a big rabbi for many years of his life. And so there's a rule that um, sometimes people make trouble for the rough. And so uh, uh, somebody made a lot of trouble for him once, and he said, I never did you a favor that you should hate me so much. Uh, the, um, so I saw this as a rub. There were, there were people that you, I went out of my way for, and those very same people made the most trouble for me. I don't know why that is. Uh, sometimes it's a psychological thing. People don't want to owe you a favor, so therefore, in their minds, they look for ways to not have to owe you. you know? And so that, it, it, you wouldn't imagine such a thing. You would say the opposite. The person you were the nicest to would be the one who uh, it doesn't always work out that way. Uh, but uh, but, but uh, the Rashi learns that, no, somebody does you a favor, you'd never have the chutzpah to challenge him. But the next line, of, so how does Tosus want to learn? So uh, Tosus, a line further, he says, I skipped a line, but he says, a person doesn't have the chutzpah if the person opposite him knows that he's lying. He says that, it, the fact that he knows I'm lying, I, I, I wouldn't be able to stand in front of him and knowing that he knows I'm not telling the truth. Uh, that's what, what a person wouldn't have the chutzpah to do. To, uh, my own self-image, if somebody know, if nobody knows I'm lying, then I would lie. But if, since he knows I'm lying, I wouldn't have the chutzpah in front of him to, to sit there and make up a tale. I think, think too much of myself. that That's the way. But Tosa says, I don't want to go into it over here. So we're not going to go into it as much as well. Um, but that, that was the concept that, that typically, because otherwise you would say if the person's going to steal, so why wouldn't they lie as well? So that's what we come into, that a person isn't going to look them in the eye and tell a lie, either because, uh, as Rashi said, that, that uh, this guy did him a favor, and so how, you know, nobody would have the chutzpah to deny if it's someone who helped him. Or, uh, as Tosis is saying, because that person knows I'm not telling the truth. And if there's a person there who, who, to get up when knowing that people know I'm sitting and lying, I, I can't, uh, wouldn't have the chutzpah to do that. So anyway, it's interesting. Now, today's subject is the Apitrophis. We, again, we're going through Tikkun Olam. So one of the institutions is that orphans can't vent for themselves. They're young. They don't, uh, sometimes they're minors. 
So based then would appoint an apitrapis, or the father would ask somebody to be in charge. And uh, the question is, what, how do these rules work? So there was a tikkun olam to appoint people to take care of orphans. Um, so the, the, so we're going to see how what uh, what the rules of these apitrapsin are. You so mim shesamko eitzu balabais. So let's say um, they have a certain neighbor who helps them out. Rashi, well, what do you mean? Now, we, we're going to be familiar. The next line, O or their father appointed. So, top Rashi. They, uh, things were done through his command. Nobody, nobody appointed him the official person to take care of the orphans. Not their father, it's interesting. Sometimes people fit into the role. They just, nobody voted them in. They don't know. That, you know, sometimes nobody else was there and the person steps up to the plate. And so it's interesting. They can become an apitrophus just because somebody needs to do it and they're doing it. Right? That's the uh, that's an important idea. Because sometimes people always, well, no one asked me to do that. Well, that shouldn't, ex- somebody needs to do it, you do it. But anyway. I was just wondering, court shouldn't approve it because what if it's some kind of crook that wants to uh, so well what if the court approved him and he's a crook uh-huh. so we'll talk about that like can you can you fire somebody who's not doing a good job uh but so he appointed himself yep uh, so he's I, it, I don't think he appointed himself it's that nobody was taking care of them and he stepped up to he started taking care of them mm-hmm. so that what we're saying though is is that we give him the power of apitrophus that the decisions that he makes for their welfare, assuming that he means well, uh, we we accept those decisions. It's like halvaka. What? It's almost like halvaka. He's working himself. He's done. You know, he's doing this for a while, and he sort of like becomes the person who is the person. Step back to him. Yeah, but what about until then? <laughs> How long does he got to do it to prove that know, he's that? Right. <laughs> I said it's sort of like it. I didn't say it's <laughs> okay. But it's an interesting question. What, what does it mean that he's like an automatic apitrophist? Nobody asked him. The father didn't. But either way, you saw him just, the word samchu means like they were near. It was nearby. They needed somebody. Somebody had to help. And there's somebody nearby, uh, Balabais. Oh, Shaminima, or their father did. Uh, so what is something that, that the, the, whoever it is, what should he do? So So first of all, they have their food. He should tithe the food for them because they, they, they don't want to, uh, orphans don't want to eat tevil. That would be terrible. So he tithes it for them. Now, when the orphans are old enough to take care of their own things, uh, so we, we send the administrator away and he has to swear uh, that uh, he has to give an accounting and he has to swear that, um, you know, exactly what did he do and uh, what was the reason that he did it and he didn't pocket any money. He has to, has to go to court and come clean. Minu Beisdin, what happens if Beisdin put him in that role? Then lo yeshava. Then he's not required to swear. People don't want to swear. It's not comfortable. And uh, if a person gets up there and, you know, I never took a penny. <laughs> what if he took a penny? And so then, again, it, it, taking an oath was a big thing. Abishol says it's exactly the opposite. Uh, he says that if it's a family friend who the father trusted, he doesn't swear. If Basin put him there, you don't know who this, this guy is. You make him swear. 
So it's interesting. You have two op- who Which of the two do you have to swear? Let's do the Gemara Raminhu. Atembalo Shutim, Atembalo Arisim, Atembalo Apitrafin. You should take your own truma and don't have your partner take for you and don't have your sharecroppers take for you and don't have your court appointees take for you. And somebody who doesn't own it shouldn't do it. In other words, ideally, you should take your own truma. So that sounds like uh, what our Mishnah said, that your court appointee, your apitrafa, should do it for you. And here it says they shouldn't. If you need to eat it for supper, you should have the court appointee do it. If you, um, if you want to leave it for later, uh, then, um, then you should, um, uh, they shouldn't do it. But later, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting that the, again, the Pasuk that they're bringing as a Raya, according to the Torah, is the Pasuk that deals with the Levium giving the Shumas Masa to the Kohen. Okay, it, it, okay. That's, that's a, it's, it's not, not the case of a regular case. Not a regular case. Uh, yeah, so you, yeah, so I don't have an answer for that, but it's interesting that you, the Pasuk's talking about the, um, the Truma that the Levi gives, the Truma's Meister, and so that, again, also. So, um, but let's, Lahachil uh, la, la, la means um, that uh, they, they, they need to eat, so you take off immediately. Laniak is for the future. Vahatanya. Now, sometimes Tanya is a question, but Rashi tells us over here, Benichusa, this Hatanya is a proof to that. Apitrafsin, Tormenu, Maestrin, Lachel. The uh, appointees are allowed to take Truma and Maeser, Lachel, in order to eat, uh, to give the, um, uh, to use it. Um, to feed it to them. To feed it to them. Below but not for the future. Uh, yeah. Now, that sometimes the uh, people, the orphans, they have extra things in their house and they need to sell them or they need to buy stuff. So the apitrophis, they can sell their animals, their servants, their maidservants, their houses, their fields in order to feed them now. But not for the future. Uh, in other words, basically, the apitrophis, his job is to take care of them now, but future decisions should be left to them. And same thing would be to sell fruits and wine and oil and flour. Now, also, he can spend their money to buy a lulav. He can do anything that's a limited expense, that has a set amount of mitzvah to acquire for them, uh, that you pay a certain amount, and you get it, let's do a chauffeur, even to buy a chauffeur, we'll come say for Torah, tefillin and mezuzah, the kol davr and he can buy a sefer Torah, tefillin and mezuzah, all those things, he can, uh, that would be appropriate for him to arrange to buy them. Let's do a Megillah to include a Megillah. Now, what things should he not do for them? Ain't poskin alayim sedaka. Even though everybody needs tzedakah, he shouldn't give their tzedakah. Rashi, tzedakah ain't them kitzvah. Because tzedakah doesn't have a set amount. There's always poor people. There's always, uh, there's always tzedakah to do. And nimsa nechasim kolim. If you start giving it away, where do you stop? Um, so there's a certain amount of tzedakah Hundred thousand dollars. He's got paid with about hundred thousand dollars each year, so let's say ten thousand dollars. 
Um, so Meiser technically, most people say it's a minig. It's a, it's a custom nowadays. that nowadays that you're, we're obligated to do certain customs. But if it's a custom and not a requirement, um, so again, the, the tzedakah is unlimited. It's an unlimited mitzvah. They could, but so he doesn't do an unlimited mitzvah for them. And uh, he shouldn't go redeeming captives, which is the highest form of tzedakah. Uh, and uh, part of it, again, is because that's unlimited. And not things that don't have a set amount. Even to, uh, to uh, help the mourners, uh, that also, is, people are always dying. So if you start, um, uh, that, that is also a part of chesed, but it's, it's unlimited. And so any mitzvah that's unlimited, uh, even though it's commonly done and people spend money on it, uh, he's not supposed to do that for the orphans uh, because that's going to eat away their money. And there's no... It, it, once something is unlimited, uh, it's like turning on the spigot. You know, once, the, uh, once people know they can get funds from this... Uh, we don't... Uh, part of what... The pres- we want to preserve their money until they're old enough to make their own decisions. And so if there's something unlimited and you turn the spigot on, um, it's, you know, it's going to go on autopilot, they'll turn around, there's nothing left. And so some, to buy twillin for them, that's limited. That's a certain mitzvah, that's fine. The enapi trufsin rishai lodun lechof. Now what about to go to court for them? Uh, or to, uh, the, of course, there'll be disputes. So, with, you know, so the api trufsin is not, uh, isn't permitted to go to, to uh, something that might be, he can't represent them if it could come out bad for them. Or, or even for something good. So the Morris says, well, if there's something good, why can't he represent them? He can't uh, do something that could uh, be bad in order to get something good. I think it's pushed off. Um, in other words, rather than take the chance that um, uh, re- until they're not, uh, and that's correct, yeah. You can't cause them a loss. Uh, that's how I understood it. Um, there is a Rashi You can't have something that's bad that might turn out good. If, if you went in there to do well for them and you blew it, or it didn't work out that way, any Yisomim Nafsidim. You can't, I, you, you have no right to represent them if it doesn't turn out good. You can only represent them if, in a, you're only hired there to do something that would be of benefit. And if it ends up not being a benefit, we say, well, I had no authority there, you'll have to rejudge the case. Uh, now, normally, people like to sell properties that are far away, uh, because uh, it's more work and you have to travel to get to them, and you'd much rather have uh, closer properties. So uh, you might think that he could sell far away properties and buy close ones, or bara, get rid of the bad ones, legal yafa. But we tell the apitrofsin, no, just leave things the way they are. My time Maybe the things that you buy will get ruined. Uh, the uh, Rashi, Dilma Lo Meshafen, maybe it won't work out. Lo Yehe Mekushtos Etzlon. It won't be shekent. It won't be quiet. This property, you think it's going to be easy, you know, easy days. 
Shema Yotzo Laviru. Maybe there'll be a title problem, or maybe there'll be other things. So basically, any move that you make may be end up being a negative. And so we don't take chances. Therefore, even though normally it's a good move uh, that people might make, you don't wheel a deal with orphans. You don't. Um, you have to be um, careful. In other words, you have to err on the side of caution. They not be because that is the says that the Yapatrova is can only be can only spend their money for things that had they have a kids for, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, of discretionary uh, decisions in, in within that range. I mean, you can buy an esrig for fifty dollars, or you can buy a super mahuter esrig for five hundred dollars. <laughs> right, that's uh, correct. And, and, and there is, I mean, and Chazal set a limit on how much you should spend for mitzvah. But nevertheless, there's a tremendous tremendous amount of discretionary, you know, income there. They need a car, so what do you do? You buy them, you know, a Toyota Echo, or do you get a Lamborghini? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, so we'll talk before. How did you decide if Apitrophus made bad decisions? That's that's really the okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but at the very least, uh, even John, if well, he. Right, but Dr. Yaffe is saying you could still make a one-time Lamborghini, you know, a one-time, you know, pretty expensive uh, Lula. But, but uh, the Gemara is not saying anything about how expensive we're talking about. You're just saying correct. does something have a limit to it or not. Right. Yeah, I hear. Um, so that, that's my point. My point is, is, is that, you know, there's still tremendous opportunity for abuse if that's what these halakas are designed to limit. Okay. So we'll have to see. Um, what we're saying over here, though, is with sales of land and other things, uh, don't take risks. You're not allowed to, the apitrophus can't do risky things with their property. What? That's right, okay. They apitrophus You can't sell fields to buy servants. Uh, but you can do it the other way around. You can sell servants to buy fields. Uh, real estate a little more permanent. Why, why does the same rule apply? It's also risky. You're buying a field that may have a title problem. I guess having a field is less risky than a servant. So People will get an injury or something. Yeah, I guess so. It's the uh, um, He argues. He says, uh, "No, you shouldn't buy the sell the servants' lichasadis." My time at Dilmalombisha. It's uh, fields also. You could have a title problem, or you could have something. Um, yeah. And you can't free the servants because that's inherently, that's taking away their money. Rashi, now that should be obvious that you can't throw away their money. Rashi, even if they don't lose, what if they have money to pay for their freedom? Where would they get money from? Rashi, someone else gives them money. They're giving it to them to buy it. Even so, it's not up to them to free them. But what if there is the opportunity to free those? There's a need to, or so the, back to the Gemara. They are allowed to sell those servants to somebody else, and somebody, and somebody else would do that act. But intrinsically, to free them, we don't, we don't have the Apitrophus do that. Rabbi Omar, uh, he says, Omrani, af hu nosin de um, the servant can pay the, uh, give his full value to the Apitrophus and go out. You don't need to sell them first. 
because it's as if you sold the servant to himself. If you're allowed to sell, so why can't you sell to himself? Uh, but uh, the, um, uh, the, the Apitrophus needs to, uh, to uh, be transparent. He needs to, uh, he needs to come clear. What does it mean in the end? Rashi, when they grow up, he has to explain everything to them, and swear that he's not holding on to any of the funds. That's what Rashi says. Back to the Marishim. Gamaliel says he doesn't need. We typically don't make women servants or minors. The Emina of Yisomi. What if the father did? What if the father made the older brother, the big 12 year old? Or if the father made the wife? He can do whatever he wants. Now we get some stories. There was the Apitrophus Yeremeir, David Kamizavan, Arta Bizavan Avdi. He was doing big business. He was selling land and buying servants. But Lo Shafki Rivmeir. Rivmeir said, Stop. You have no permission to do that. Rivmeir then got a dream from Hashem. I wanted to cause those orphans to lose. I wanted to destroy their wealth. And you're, uh, you're uh, preventing that from happening. So uh, that sounded like Hashem was engineering that they should get that apitrophus that was no good. He didn't pay any attention to that. He said, You don't pay attention to dreams when they go against uh, the proper, uh, you know, you still have to do what's right for the orphans. Um, that's the... Uh, okay, next. This is fascinating, Gamora. And talk about timing. Uh, today's Friday. So now the Gemara brings another story, uh, not directly related to the previous. It has to do with Rebeir. There were two people, the uh, Igribu Sutton. They were in the hire of the Sutton. They were doing the work of the Yetzahara. What was that? To call Bey Shimshi every Friday, they always got in a fight. They mentioned that there's. Uh, uh, there's always a Yetzirah to quarrel. That's uh, that's a um, that's exists in the world of Korach Yetzirah or whatever. The but it's the strongest time for that is Fridays. You know, Arab Shabbos uh, when things had to be getting ready for Shabbos, and so every Friday there was this big fight. You know, I don't know. Maybe they were off work and they were fighting then, or they uh, the weekends. But every Friday uh, these two would uh, were fighting. Iklu Rameir Lahasim Rameir decided I got to solve this. So he went over there, and uh, they weren't going to fight in front of him. He did this three Fridays in a row, until they made peace. And uh, Rav Meir heard that the Sutton, who's the Malach of Hashem, said, Whoa, that Rav Meir really is making trouble for me. He kicked me out of the house. He kicked the Sutton out of the, uh, the he solved the Friday uh, so just like the previous time, the Sutton complained, really, that, uh, you know, he's keeping the orphans from losing their fortune. I, that's what, uh, you put, don't pay attention to what the Sutton says or what the voice says. You've got to do what's right. So, uh, they're also, mm-hmm. Do you know why is Bey Shimshi Shabbos? Do you have an idea why they... How they Rashi, the Kol Bey Shimshi Shal Arab Shabbos. It's, it's, Bey Shimshi means when the sun's coming down, the, the time when the sun... I mean, I guess you're asking, the sun comes down every day. Why would it mean Friday over another day? Um, that's, uh, but I guess it's because that's when it's significant, the sun coming okay. down. That's how I understood it. 
There was the Apitrophus and the Nebuchadnezzar. He sold their land. It was a buying oxen. And that sounds like a bad investment. Right? Isn't land better than a cow? And he didn't stop them. So the question is, why not? Isn't that a bad investment? The answer is, he held like Rebiosi who said that, no, buying an ox is a great thing. The Tanya, Om Rav Yossi. Rav Yossi said, Miyamai. He said, all my days, I didn't call my wife my wife, and my ox my ox. I called my wife house, and my ox I called the field. Meaning that uh, basically um, a person is supposed to recognize, um, uh, let's see the Rashi, Le'ishti Beisi, um, nothing would happen in my house without my wife. She is my house. You can't manage a field without an ox. You need to plow, you need to schlep, you need to, uh, you know, you can't get anything done without an ox. So he was saying that a person should recognize the value of something. Don't just say your wife is your wife. Your wife is everything. Your wife is your house. Don't just say your ox is, oh, it's just an ox. What do you mean? No, you couldn't farm without an ox. You, it, that's everything. So he, the, it, he pointed out the value to them, and so therefore he didn't stop the orphans from purchasing, even selling an old piece of land to buy the ox, because you, you can't farm without an ox. You, it's an essential. Today you have tractors, right? That's, you don't need the ox. Yeah, but Hanu uh, Yasmi. Everything's to the same scale is what they're saying. Right. Like you can't do that by, by person. You have to have an ox because that's the scale what mm-hmm. an ox can do. That's correct. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. There were certain orphans that were being taken care of by a certain grandma. It, just, it doesn't mean grandma, an older lady. Havile uh, Torta, they had an ox, she sold it. Also, the relatives came in front of Rav Nachman and said, uh, you know, we don't agree that that was a good move. Uh, what can I do? Uh, that, that, how can I stop it? We learned that, uh, that if somebody fills that position uh, in good faith and is taking care of them, we don't challenge them. But uh, he says, but the price went up. They, got, they sold it and got it, they didn't get enough money for it. So the answer is, the, Yeah, but it only went up after it was sold. I mean, at the time they sold it, it was, that's, that's the price that it brought. But the person who bought it didn't pay yet. So she should have uh, kept it, and now that the price went up and not gone through the deal. So he said, then I can do something. We treat the property of orphans just like hektish. There's two ways to acquire something, either through money or through transfer. Uh, so uh, with hektish, we say it's not fully acquired until there's money. So since the money hadn't been paid, so you can uh, undo the deal uh, for the cows, so that the orphans get the value of the current market price. Also, to give somebody something without money, there's no, um, you know, the advantage, if they paid up front, so fine, give it to them. But otherwise, why should they give it to them early when the price was only going up? What if the price was going down? 
Oh, so that's a different story, right? Mm. Right. Uh, we're going to see a bunch of stories. Hamra de Ravina. Hektish always wins. Hektish, yeah, I think that's the analogy over here. So that, if, uh, if the price went down, then they have to pay the original <laughs> price. <laughs> that's right. Gotcha. That's correct. Hamra de Ravina The wine that belonged to Ravina Ukma, the orphan. Mushku ba'arba. The person picked it up, and uh, the price was arba. Uh, arba for four bucks uh, a barrel, forty bucks a barrel, whatever yaker, and it went up. Bekumbeshita, and now it was six bucks a barrel. So also come to Reb Nachman, and they complained to Reb Nachman. Omelu, I know Reb Chanoi Baridi. Well, we can use Reb Chanoi uh, the teaching. The Omer Chanoi Baridi, Omer Shmuel, Nixa Yisemarin Kehegdish, Vulul Makti Ela Bekaspa, and say that they could back out of the deal because now the price it's in their interest. And uh, again, we can say that the deal wasn't fully closed. Um, See, when somebody makes a deal and they give their word, even if they lose money, they're supposed to continue with it. You gave your word. But over here, they were working for the orphans, and I have no right to give my word. When, once the deal's final, it's final. It wasn't final yet. And it's only final when the money was transferred. Meaning that uh, Kenyan Hagbah, Kenyan Meshicha, any of the other usual manners of Kenyan are not applicable? Correct. That, that's what we're saying here. Only with the transfer of cash. Yeah. Mashuk uh, Peri, somebody picked up the fruits of the orphans. They picked up the whole, uh, the, what they farmed. Yakar, the price went up. That's the same as Reb What about the other way around? That was your question, Zeal. Um, uh, the price went down. The, um, let's see Rashi. About eight lines, ten lines from the bottom. If you, uh, if you, a regu- every regular person can change their mind, as long as it wasn't picked up. You can't change your mind. So, this is what, as we're explaining that, you can't, uh, if it's to their advantage to be like Hegdish, that it's only, uh, that the mo- it's, on- it's only finalized when they get the money, so then they can back out, just like Hegdish can back out without the money. But if it's to, to their advantage that it was picked up already and say, well, I guess uh, the price, you know, you can't back out now, so we would do that as well. In other words, uh, uh, whatever, we, we go with whatever benefits the orphans. Uh, uh, let's, let's start, re- I, I lost the, the track of that. Mush, let's start again. Moshe Miyasmi. The person picked up the fruits. He did mishika, a yaker, and then uh, the price went up, and so it's not in the orphan's interest the, to um, uh, to let that person keep it at the cheaper price. So that's the teaching, Rav Chanod Bar that they can say, since you didn't give us the money yet, uh, we are we, uh, we're going to keep it and, and sell it at the higher price. Zil, if the price went down, so then. Uh, it's in the interest for the orphans to let Mashiach work. So we say, It shouldn't be um, that person that, that bought it. Well, it's considered like he bought it even though he didn't pay for it. They did a Mashiach on the fruits of orphans. It's Yaakov, the price went up. The, uh, we, we say that um, uh, the, um, they shouldn't be different than Hegdish. Zil, if the price went down, that was what we said. 
he said you can't always allow them, uh, you can't say that that Kenyan won't work. If uh, sometimes they're going to need uh, to buy fruits, and uh, nobody's going to give them until they pay. So sometimes if you insist on both methods of Kenyan, it could be to their disadvantage. They gave the money. Zul, then the price went down. So we say that, uh, no, this, this sale went, um, um, uh, we'd say that, the, um, that they didn't do a Mashiach a yet, like, and therefore, like the base of Migdash, they wouldn't have acquired. A Yaker, if the price went up, it could be bad for them. The person uh, could say, uh, he picked up the, the wheat, and then he could say, um, so basically, um, what, we're, if somebody picked it up already, and we're saying they could back out because they didn't get the money, then they won't take care of it because they can still back out. And they'll say, basically, if there's a fire, the one they won't, will leave is the one that they don't have full possession of. And they'll say to them, your wheat burnt. Uh, we're trying to say that Sometimes uh, there was a reason why that kinyanim work. That if you if you took it to, if you brought it to your house, it becomes yours. It may not be in the interest of orphans to do away with that. So I, the the question that we're asking is this: There's two ways of kinyanim. There's mashicha, and then there's paying. And we were trying to say that we give the orphans an advantage by insisting that the money be paid, but that's not always an advantage. And so the more is going back and forth with that. The orphans paid for it. The price went up. They shouldn't be worse from Hegdish. They should be able to keep it. If the price went down, so then they wanted to say, we should give them that ruling. You can't say that. Sometimes they, they need cash. Nobody's going to give them until they deliver. And sometimes they want to sell what they have and that it's not ready to be delivered, and they won't be able to receive money, so you can't, uh, you can't uh, require both kinyanim. We signed on a document. What happened was the Apitrophus sold the, uh, the land of orphans because they had to pay taxes. Now, usually you only sell land if it can be put on, on the market for a while to see who the highest bid is. They sold the land below Askarasa, uh, even without putting it up for public bid, which takes a long time because the government doesn't wait. Uh, and uh, why did they do that? If they want taxes, you've got to pay now because if you delay paying what the government says is the deadline, it can only work out bad, even though you might have gotten more money. So, or if you need to eat. If you don't have any cash, you can't just say, well, we need to have public display. They need the money now to eat. Or they need to pay the funeral expenses. Then you could sell it without the usual notice. Avram the dyer. That was just his job. Uh, he was an apitrophus for orphans. And the relatives came to complain. This guy is stealing clothing from the orphans. He says, well, how do you know that's a bad thing? If he wears rags, nobody will pay attention to him. So he needs to take money from the estate to buy nice clothes. He's representing them. And so 
it, it might be, it could be that that's a reasonable expense that he's drawing from the estate. Then he said, yeah, but he's eating and drinking. He's having a good time on the yard. He's paying his uh, below uh, omelet and he's not uh, getting uh, estimates. So the Morris said, well, maybe he won the lottery. The Morris said, said, but the uh, stuff's disappearing. So Amalei isolates the Hadi Damasid. Well, bring witnesses that he's making bad decisions. Ask the kinder, and then we'll remove him. If you get that Apitrophus uh, is doing a bad job, you get rid of him. You get rid of him. No, you don't automatically get rid of him. Sometimes people have bad luck, but you, it's not, how do you know the next one will be better? That's always a famous thing. What do you do? You get, you know, do you get rid of him? Uh, then you risk, you know, each new person comes in is going to, you know, or not. It seems to be an argument. I don't know, I, I don't know clearly what the, the uh, uh, but um, I, there's also a question of judging him favorably. I mean, maybe he's doing his best. Um, does, is there a Rashi there? No, he doesn't explain both sides. Maybe they're relying on the shvua that's going to happen later. The no, that says that you don't get rid of them is because he's relying on the fact that it's after, at some point, he's going to have to yeah. make an oath. Mm-hmm. And we take the oath seriously, so we're going to figure out. And if he uh-huh. has to... Uh, so you, you were assuming that Mafsid means that he was doing it on purpose. He was stealing from them. I assumed that it just meant he, he wasn't competent. Um, Rashi seems to say there is a Rashi. Let's see how we read that Rashi. I'll hear you He's not doing a good job. He's not taking care of the land. He's cutting down the trees. So I, I, I understood that to mean like he's he's doing a bad job. He's he's incompetent. Uh, what did you say, Richard? No, what, what I said was that if we're going to force these requirements on the upper trumpers, then why would the guy take the job? I see. Basically, like, I'm doing this as a favor to you guys. If you're not going to believe me, trust me, and let me do my job properly, mm. who needs it? So he's right. just going to walk away, and then they won't be upper trumpers to take care of kids. Yeah, we didn't talk about so how... Not suppo- so he's saying yeah. they're not supposed to query him too much. Correct, right, that's right. And we didn't say anything about paying them. I don't know that they were paid at all. I don't know if this was no. a paid, you know... Well, I didn't just, say pay. I'm just saying that he's, uh, he's doing it as a favor. He's taking his right. time. He's Correct. doing his own stuff. That's right. And so if, he, if you're not going to give him, you know, trust him, they'll uh, just say, what do I need this for? Right. That's a good point. So then we said that if the father appointed him, so he has to swear, because he's not from the basement. My time, or what's the reason? Now, so the question is, maybe he won't take the job. The answer is, the father asked him to do it because he owed, the, he owed them. He owed them. Uh, had he, there not been a benefit to him, lo havi le'api If if the father hadn't done him favors, he wouldn't do this. And so he, it's it, no harm done by making him swear. This is a family friend. This is somebody that uh, you it, will do it even if they swear. But if the basin appoints him, you shouldn't. He's just doing them a favor. If you're going to make him go to court and swear, he's going to say no thanks. The basin won't be able to get him. Abishol said exactly the opposite Kilifad So again, there's two kinds of apitrophus, one appointed by the deceased father uh, that was in the will, and one that's appointed by the Bezdin. And one of them has to swear and not the other. The question is, which of the two we have a maklokus? 
My timer, what's the reason? He says the opposite. Minu based in Yeshava. He says, even if Bezdim asked him to do it, he's doing a favor. But that's a business interest from him because if, if Bezdim asked him to do it, it means Bezdim trusts him. And so he'll be able to do business now because he can say, this Bezdim appointed me to be Apitrophus. So in business, your reputation is everything. Just because he has to swear, he's not going to stop. So we're saying it's a um, it's a privilege to be a, a, a an apitrophist. Abi Yisomi Lo Yeshava, the father Milsabi Amudav. He's just doing a favor. If you're going to make him swear, who needs it? So again, it's it's an interesting question. The the other shot was the exact opposite. That uh, uh, as to which one was the, uh, the which which apitrophist was doing the favor. We hold like Abishol. That uh, the one from the base, then you do make swear, and the one that's the family friend who the father trusted, you don't. Tanya or Lazman Yaakov is Devizesh, and make them both swear. We agree with him. The question is if you make them swear, is that going to make it too hard to find somebody? If the father makes him, uh, puts him in charge, it's it's uh, similar to somebody that's rented. Main, basically, uh, the the father had done things for him, so he felt he could ask him to be in charge. at uh, But what is he doing? Is he um, uh, is he um, is did he bring things and uh, give him something? Is there something practical that he was paid? We're not saying that he actually was being paid, but it's like being paid. Um, let's see. Let's see that Rashi here. Milsabi Almahud Avil Hadadi. It's just uh, something they do for each other. Divre Avareyas Hayubenehem. Certain families they have love and friendship with them. Velo Hanas Maman Kolkach. But it's not really a Hanas uh, Maman. So again, it's it's a difficult decision. You got to keep these guys honest, but you can't discourage them. Uh, and then uh, uh, that seems to be the question. Okay, we will stop here at the Mishnah. Have a great day, a great Shabbos, everyone.